0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk Podcast.
1: This is Future Talk.
0: Future Talk. Future Talk. With Omnia Al Saleh and Hany Balkis. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is the one and only place where we bring you a quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. We have a very packed show for them, don't we?
1: Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. It is Tuesday. And, you know, on Tuesdays, I do feel like it's midway through the week getting really excited, and we got a lot of of news in store for you guys today.
0: Yes, indeed. We're going to be talking all about the UAE because they're launching a new digital platform that's going to help all those who love to eat dates. This platform is going to help get you the best prices and also the best tasting dates.
1: Yes, and Google does have plans to get Android apps on their MacBooks. What could that mean? Does it mean that Google has finally surrendered to Apple?
0: Oh, that could be the case, I guess. But Mm. if you are a big fan of using WhatsApp on your desktop and you have an iPad that does not yet have a WhatsApp app, you might just want to stay tuned because rumors have it there will be a new WhatsApp app coming very soon.
1: Yes, and for our Tech This Out segment, we're talking about smart clothes. Now, they can conduct Bluetooth and Wi-Fi to link all your technology at once and can even boost battery life by 1000 now we do know that smart wearables are on the rise and smart clothes are on the way
0: yes indeed but if you are the type of employee that likes to kind of escape work and hope that no one knows and no one notices google is coming with some bad news for all those because soon enough your colleagues will be able to find out exactly where you are simply by taking a look at your calendar
1: yes i mean we got a lot of things in store for you guys and we do know a lot of people do like remote work and working from home I didn't like. Let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215 Dura Salat or on our Instagram at Pulse95 Radio. If you did like working from home, Omni and I did <laughs> not. We're taking a short break, but when we come back, we get all the news in store for you guys.
0: Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. I have a quick question for you. I got too excited. Yes. <laughs> Do you like dates?
1: Mm, depends If I'm feeling, uh, you know, I want something sweet but not too sweet I'll go for some dates
0: Okay Good <laughs> Yeah The reason well, why I asked is because I'm obsessed with well,
1: <laughs> what's, what's with your funny bone today? I Nina? don't
0: know I'm obsessed with dates Anyone okay. who knows me, like in Ramadan When I start eating dates, I cannot stop I could easily eat like 10 to 12 a day which is really bad cuz you have to have
1: the odd number only no yeah, even number yeah i know
0: 13 no worries i can literally eat you name the number i'll have it but they're not as good when you have them too much <laughs> and for anyone who is a big fan of eating dates right here in the UAE we're very known for Producing dates, selling dates, and even exporting them to other countries. And now there's a new digital platform that will make this become a lot easier.
1: Yes. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the UAE has started online auction platforms for dates. Now, obviously, you know, farmers are kind of, you know, when we think about farmers, we think about back in the day, you know, back in the 1900s. But now that we do need to kind of, you know, accommodate for the technological and digital era. And this will be actually a digital space to allow farmers to connect with bulk buyers, kind of like an Alibaba type of thing. Now, when we go on AliExpress, for example, or Alibaba, you can buy products, but only in bulk. Now, food and beverage company Agathia Group has actually launched a digital platform for buying and selling of dates, which is actually a major agriculture crop produced in the UAE. So if you didn't know that, by the way, and uh, I didn't know that as well, I knew we were big on dates, but not a major one.
0: Yes, indeed we are. And now what's going to make it a lot easier is this new online auction space that will help different businesses as well as small and big farmers to go ahead and put their dates for sale. In Arabic, we tend to call the auction process, Mazad. So this auction platform, digital auction platform, is actually called EZAD, and it's helping basically connect any farmer to bulk buyers worldwide now as a farmer you can go ahead and list your produce that you want to go ahead and auction on that platform and buyers in turn can go ahead and search for listings that they want to acquire thereby they're basically giving you a very cost effective and a very simple solution Mm -hmm. across the entire value chain
1: yes now initially the dates to be auctioned off will be sourced from farmers right here in the uae And, you know, that's very important because we don't want to, you know, import dates or or export import dates outside of the UAE. And, you know, they do have plans to expand the coverage to other countries. So obviously, you know, right here in the UAE, there will be exporting the dates or, you know, to other countries. But for now, it will be just in the UAE. Now, on how it works, the online platform will source dates from farmers and then begin listing around this time, I think around the end of August. And, uh, you know, it will be the start of the harvest season for dates. And then after that, farmers will list their dates for auction and then go through actually a trustworthy certification system. That does grade dates under reliable market standards. And then after that, the listing will be made available to buyers around the world for 48 hours. Now, you're probably wondering like, oh, my God, I didn't know that much kind of uh, time and effort
0: went into what dates.
1: <laughs> was needed for dates. But believe it or not, dates are actually very, you know, uh, it's a trademark in the Arab world, you know, during Ramadan, you know, the Prophet, he used Prophet Muhammad, he used to, you know, break his fast with a date, you yeah. know. And it's it, it, we, we, we like to follow the, the teachings of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. So, you know, dates have a very, very, you know, a stamp on the Muslim and Arab culture.
0: Yes, indeed. And even living right here in the UAE, it's actually a very big part of our culture and traditions and heritage to, you know, we eat dates with the Arabic kahwa and We love and enjoy doing it every time we have people over or just even in random times of the day. Let us know, are you a big fan of dates? And are you going to go ahead and check out this EZAD that has been launched right here in the UAE? Coming up on Future Talk, we still have lots in store for all of you as we discuss Google and their plans to hopefully have new Android apps become available on MacBooks.
1: You're listening to Pulse
0: 95. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. If you have a MacBook, soon enough, you'll actually be able to hopefully install certain apps that were previously only available on Android devices because Google is actually planning to collaborate. And earlier this year, when Microsoft actually unveiled their new Windows 11, they got support for Android apps and games for the very first time. And Google is actually planning to implement that on MacBooks and the Apple system very soon.
1: Yes. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we do know that, uh, you know, With MacBooks, you can only or you are only entitled to use, you know, Apple approved apps on the App Store Mm -hmm. or anything related to Mac OS. But, you know, we do know Google had their Chromebook and they were using Android apps on their Chromebook. But it does seem that Apple actually kind of made Google surrender themselves to Apple because for the first time we will be able to have Android apps downloaded on our MacBooks. Now, Android apps can be downloaded through the Amazon App Store and not Google Play Store because, obviously, Apple does not want Google Play on their computers or on their devices. Yeah. Now, we do know that Google does seem to have a larger plan that does include getting Android games and apps on the Mac. Now, the report that was given does cite a confidential document, which is titled Games Futures, and it does reveal Google's plan to become the world's largest gaming platform and also, that is kind of why you can see the plan to reach out to Apple's yeah. laptop and devices. But funny enough, we do know that Apple has created, uh, I believe two years ago, Apple Arcade. So, you know, kind of competing with Google in a way or Google is competing with Apple in a way. And we do know with Apple, uh, you know, MacBooks, you have a vast majority of games to choose from. But with with Android, you have even triple that because with the, with the Google Play Store, you have a vast majority to choose from.
0: True. And when we're looking at this confidential document that was actually posted, the document gives basically like a roadmap of how and what Google wants to do when it comes to gaming in the next five years. So this document was actually made back in October of 2020, and it talks about looking beyond just mobile, kind of expanding to look at computers as well as what can get them the bigger pie in the gaming industry. So as of right now, the idea is to basically bring the best of the Android mobile games to PC and not just keep them for Android alone. So this does require basically developers as well as different operating systems to collaborate so that they can bring that into reality. When we look at the gaming world and Apple, we do know that there's a very big fight, (laughs) a big uh, situation happening between Apple and Epic Games, the creator of Fortnite. There's a lot of drama happening. Both of them want to basically gain more money. And at the same time, Fortnite does not want to pay the commission uh, that Apple requires for any app developer.
1: Yes. Now, we do know that Apple actually, you know, they kind of uh, play a monopoly or, you know, they they do have the upper hand when it does come to creators on their app store. Probably one of the reasons why Spotify has not made it available to pay through Apple's, you know, uh, iCloud system. And if you want a Spotify account, you need to go directly to their website and subscribe through there. It won't let you through the phone. And I do believe that is because or I don't believe that it is because uh, Apple will not allow them, you know, and they don't want to give commission to Apple. Let us know your guys thoughts. 4215. Or to on our Instagram at Pulse95 Radio. Do you think that Google Play going to Apple is a good move or not? I think it is a good move. But at the same time. You know, I think uh, with Apple Arcade, there's going to be a little bit, you know, of uh, tension between the two.
0: Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download. Pulse
1: 95. What's worth a click and download. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the app or the beloved app that all of us use every single waking moment (laughs) of our lives. Your mama. Your daddy, your grandma, your aunt, your uncle, they use it all the time. We're talking about WhatsApp, ladies and gentlemen, and how it could soon have an iPad app for the first time ever. Now, I remember when I had an iPad, I was like, man, if WhatsApp was on this iPad, it would be amazing. Now, you know, there was some alternatives on the App Store where it would prompt you to WhatsApp desktop. But it wasn't as, you know, sleek of a design as it was on the iPhone. But we can see. That WhatsApp is trying its best to, you know, expand on all fronts and to, know, provide for the consumer or for the user the best possible alternatives. Now, we do know Omni and I talked about, I believe last week, how you can now transfer transfer your chats from Android to Apple, and now we're looking at how iPad could have a WhatsApp app for the first time.
0: Yes, indeed. Now, we do know that part of WhatsApp's end-to-end encryption used to be having to choose one main device. So, if you had a WhatsApp link to your phone, that's basically your main device, and every other device that you go ahead and open WhatsApp on will basically be limited to WhatsApp web. But the company announced actually a couple of months ago that they were working on a next generation encryption, a different type of secret code that devices can use to basically communicate with one another. And that secret code would allow a multi device connection. So this does not require you to connect your WhatsApp account to a single smartphone, but rather opens up the door for many more devices. So this does sound like WhatsApp may just have. Have a full native iPad app for the very first time
1: yes I mean obviously it would work something like WhatsApp desktop where uh, you yeah. know you take a picture or you know you scan your QR code and then you're in and you know I believe having an iPad app uh, for the first time would be very you know viable because at, we know that you know tablets are the future and they are present right now and a lot of people kind of, you know, they dismissed or dismissed the casual laptop and have been using iPads for their daily, you know, use of a computer per se. Now, Apple Insider, which is, you know, some uh, a website where a lot of people get their rumors and leaks from, you know, they had an unofficial source of details about, you know, these upcoming WhatsApp features. Now, the account says that they're, you know, going to have a multi-device beta, which will be on the iPad and Android tablets. And it would be able to be used, just like Omia said, a linked device. And, you know, WhatsApp has become so important in our daily lives that if you don't have a WhatsApp account or you don't use WhatsApp, you can be, you know, be uh, even deemed as a caveman. Right. Because, you know, nowadays, even if you order from, let's say, Talabat, Mm. right, you get a message from your driver saying, (laughs) sir, please send Send me your location. Right. And you send your location and he would be on his merry way. And, you know, WhatsApp is, is, is becoming that app. And, you know, it's WhatsApp has became, became so big that even Apple, right? <laughs> Apple, believe it or not, has been trying with their iMessage Ima- to dominate, right? The social networking or, the, you know, the web chat or, you know, the instant messaging type of field. And I do believe that iMessage has no chance. Telegram tried to go up against WhatsApp, failed. What yeah. was that name? Was it was the name Signal. of Signal? Signal. I, I forgot his <laughs> name because of how much of a failure it was. You know, so you can't, you know, push the king off his throne.
0: True. And whenever we think about you know, WhatsApp starting a new application for iPads, a lot of people may be thinking, will it be used or can I use it independently of my phone? Can it be a separate account? And so far the answer is yes. So once they hopefully release this application pretty soon, you'll be able to use it very separately and just like you have two forms of Facebook accounts let's say, one personal, one for work you can also have two different WhatsApp accounts. There is no word on when this application will arrive or when Will it be a part of different iPads? But it's gonna be coming soon and all the beta versions showcase that there will be something coming up in the future update. Let me know, are you excited to potentially have a WhatsApp on your iPad? I feel like correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like iPads are mostly used by kids and the older generation. Unless you're an architecture and you typically use it for designs. Not yeah. many. Well,
1: you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, you know, people use and now videographers and photographers oh, are using it to edit because we do know that, uh, you know, the Adobe stylists. Adobe Photoshop, you know, is, is, is working really well on the on the iPad. And, you know, I've seen a lot of videos on TikTok, believe it or not, a lot of people creating beautiful artwork with an iPad and Omnia mm. doctors use iPads a lot.
0: Oh, yes. Yes, especially True. if they're
1: if they're, you know, in med and uh, med school. Yeah. They'll use it a lot because, you know, doctors they want to write everything down.
0: True. And, and we're know, no longer depending on that paper. Yeah what was it called the paper clipper no where book. you yeah they had like a paper tablet thing and they would just change it per patient whenever they go yeah. and they'd leave it at the end of the bed.
1: Because we do know that you know uh, people in med school doctors, upcoming doctors, you know, they write a lot, they take a lot of notes and you know an iPad would make everything neat and unmessy and you know sometimes I was like man I wish I was a doctor <laughs> just to get my just to have a reason to buy an <laughs> iPad Pro. Let us know your guys' thoughts Four two one five two one five dot slots or on our Instagram at Pulse95 Radio.
0: This is Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse95.
1: Do you like wearing clothes, Omnia? What
0: kind of question is that?
1: Some people don't like wearing clothes.
0: I mean, of course, it's a lot more...
1: But what if you (laughs) throw away your dumb clothes, Omnia?
0: Dumb clothes?
1: Yeah, and you start wearing smart clothes that can conduct Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. To link, all, to link all your text uh, tech at once and can even boost your own battery life, Omnia, by 1,000.
0: My battery life? Yes. So how much caffeine is inside of me?
1: Yes, imagine that. So throw away your dumb clothes, ladies and gentlemen. Smart clothes are on the way.
0: Yes, indeed. Researchers are currently working on clothes that can actually connect to Bluetooth and Wi-Fi and they can connect to all of your different gadgets so easily. Imagine you're wearing smart clothes and you have a smart home. So like closing the curtains, all you have to do... And a to smart toilet. What? Why would you think of a smart...
1: We, we talked about it once in China. They got smart toilets. that sing songs to you.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember.
1: I remember because it was such an iconic story.
0: Singing music. Uh, singing, singing songs. Music. Yeah,
1: you can say, yeah. I'm done. It flushes for you.
0: We have toilets that flush for us so far, but that yeah, would but be cool. Yeah, but this one,
1: you have to say, I'm done.
0: Oh, okay. Right? Good to know. So Good a, to a know.
1: companion with you while you're doing your duties.
0: Imagine smart clothes, smart toilet, smart house, smart phone, smart, smart watch. Phone. Everything is smart. Dumb brain. Oh, man, I wish we were at a day and age where we can wear smart clothes. But this is coming actually pretty soon because these smart clothes actually come with a material that is stainless steel. So you'll kind of be Iron Man on a duty. They can still be washed like any normal piece of clothing, but they have a lot more capabilities than we think, especially when it comes to monitoring our own personal health as well as our fitness goals. So far, we've been seeing wearables kind of be on the rise. We talk about smart bands, smart bands, you know, fitness watches, even smart rings, and now the very piece of clothes that you're... Clothes. Clo- clothes. The clothes that you're wearing. Clothes. <laughs> clothes. <laughs> They're also going to be smart allowing you to find out exactly how your body is doing at any specific moment.
1: Yeah, now we do know that wearable devices are on the rise and a lot of people like just, you know, monitoring their heart rate you know, seeing how many calories they burn per day. But some people, you know, they like to flash their fancy watches, you know, their Rolexes, their APs. And some people, you know, they don't want to show their their wearable tech. Not that it's something to be ashamed of, but, you know, some people have higher caliber. You know, they like to, they like to wear luxury things. So what if I told you you could have, an, uh, you know, a smart undershirt you can wear under, <laughs> let's say, your suit, right? That would be pretty amazing. Now, I personally, you know... I I wouldn't wear it just yet just because, you know, I'm very picky when it comes to clothes. But, you know, we do know that Bluetooth and Wi-Fi radio waves will be, you know, all over your body sensors and it will actually be used to connect smartphones and other wearable electronics. And, you know, it will typically radiate outwards in all directions when emitted now you could probably you know have an app on your phone that will monitor all of that and monitor just like you know you have with your smartwatch you can check on your your phone how you're doing throughout the day same thing applies with the smart clothes
0: yes indeed and the material of these uh, smart clothes is actually made from stainless steel fibers so this is going to be coming in your shirt in the form of a comb-shaped strip that will be attached to the outer surface of the clothes And it will have a fabric adhesive with the inner side, having all the conductors that you could possibly be looking for. A research fellow that is actually one of the researchers behind this piece of clothing did say that this is going to actually help your body kind of survive better, if you want to even say so. See, I told you, you it
1: makes you charge your battery by (laughs) (laughs) 1,000, right? Now, we do know that some electrowaves, you know, they may give us good, good energy, good vibes. And... Hopefully you'll always be positive when you have <laughs> these clothes on. I can't.
0: I really can't. What I'm imagining, well, you know, the concept of charging. Charge
1: me up, I'm not feeling good today. Uh,
0: One thousand times better. Like yeah. I wish, I wish we could just charge our mood.
1: You you know, with, looking at the clothes, it looks like something out of Wakanda. Oh. Uh. Black Panther, Africa, Wakanda, Wakanda forever. You know this one? Yeah. Same thing. You know, gives that same, <laughs> same design as same well. Same design. Maybe you know the Wakandians had uh, things in mind that we didn't know about. If you're a Mar- Marvel fan, just like me, I'm very big on Marvel and Star Wars. Four, two, one, five. door thoughts, or on our Instagram at Paul95Radio. Let us know if you're a big Marvel fan as well, or you would wear these m- meta-material strip clothes, smart undershirts. clothes. Undershirts.
0: <laughs> I wish I just wish they could actually work on our moods as well. They're multifunctional, but just one more. Help would be very much appreciated. Let me know your thoughts. 4215, do it, out, or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio.
1: Are you up or down, Omnia? Oh,
0: way up today. Pulse95. Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. This story may just anger a lot of people I'm, I'm upset right now, Omnia You're upset? Upset with me? Yes I may just find out where you are the next no, time no, you no, leave I'm, future No, I'm, I'm
1: really upset right now, Omnia Because, upset? you know, we're reading, we're looking at the story right now It's on it's on my laptop And I get the first advertisement Pizza McMuffin from uh, McDonald's
0: Pizza McMuffin They make
1: pizzas? Never knew that Pizza baked something I don't know, but I'm hungry
0: You're hungry now right? And
1: it looks very good It's for five dirhams only
0: Well, if you're going to head to Pizza Hut or McDonald's the next time. You're going to know. I'm going to know. And I'm going to know so easily, especially if you're going to go ahead and write down on your calendar, because Google is making it a lot easier for your office colleagues to know exactly whether you are truly at the office or you're working from another location or in a third scenario, you're not working from anywhere and just taking the day off and saying that you're working.
1: What if I put up my calendar today? I want to cry
0: there's a location that's being uh, taken
1: so so i'm crying at home
0: no from my understanding it's like if you said if let's say you go ahead and type on your google calendar that you are at home but you're really at a cafe wherever you are at home crying there will be a location pinned you get what i mean
1: at cafe crying
0: at cafe there's always the crying in the the situation i'm hungry (sighs) 10 more minutes
1: 10 more minutes. And but, you get to have lunch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but Omnia, let's talk about, you know, ethics right now. Is it ethical? Mm.
0: Uh, look, there's two sides to this because I'm, I'm trying to rep or think of it the same way we think of Google Maps, knowing exactly where you've parked. A lot of the times you park somewhere and Google Maps, once you open it, it will tell you, oh, you parked in not, X, Y and Z. But Google you can head to there.
1: Google knows, not your employer.
0: Well, it's Google Calendar, not your employer either. But if your employees are following up on your Google Calendar, yes, that's,
1: that's what I mean. Is it find out? Is it ethical for your employees or your or you know your colleagues or your employer to know?
0: Mm, I don't think so. Yes, there's again, no longer privacy.
1: Again, there's no there's no longer privacy, and you know Google Calendar, which will automatically let your colleagues know your location on a particular late. Date, I I feel like it's unethical. Why? You because can turn it off. You can turn it off. But yeah. What if an employer, you know, makes it mandatory? Mm. Right? You know, <laughs> I didn't sign. I didn't sign up for this, and I feel like again, this just goes back on the circle we always play or we always go around. Right? If I'm getting the work done, does it really matter?
0: True. Right? I'm a big believer in this, especially now with the COVID nineteen pandemic. I think a lot of employers are starting to kind of get on this trend it does not matter where you are as long as the job gets done and a lot of the times if you're not at the office that gets the job gets done a lot faster because you're more relaxed you have a chance to change scenery change location but still do what what's got to be done
1: yeah i mean again I i don't believe that it would be very ethical i don't believe that it's moral in a way for my employer to know my location at yeah. all times or on a specific date. Now, let's say, for example, you know, I, I something came up and I have to leave. Right. Mm-hmm. Am I going to be in trouble now? Right. There, there's a lot of ins and outs. Now, I don't know why Google would make such a feature. That means, you know, it's kind of like imprisonment in a way. You know, we know where you are, honey. <laughs> don't lie to us and say you're, 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 you know, you're creating that Excel sheet at home. You're in, you're in uh, you know, Waterfront at Majaz Drinking Tim Hortons. Does it matter? I'm doing the work anyways.
0: Mm. Right? Now, with the feature, with this feature, it's going to actually be rolling out on the 30th of August. And the way it works is it will allow every person to basically mark down their work location on the Google Calendar itself. So you can add, let's say, a weekly working location routine and update your location as that plan changes. There will be four different options. The office, your home, somewhere else or unspecified. And what Google hopes to kind of achieve with this new feature is when you show others where you are on certain days of the week or where you plan to be, hopefully, this may make it easier for you to collaborate with your colleagues, but also for the expectations that are set. A lot of the times, if you're not at home working, if you're out in a coffee shop and you need a specific piece of paper or let's say you need access to what if you a have... microphone in our case.
1: Yeah, but what if you have a colleague that's your stalker, right? <laughs> We're talking about big companies, right? Let's say, for example, Google, right? Yes. You have one you're guy, watching
0: way too much Netflix.
1: One guy that likes you a little bit too much or one girl that likes you a little bit too much. Mm. Hey, I saw on your calendar at 1.52 p.m. at 37 seconds in. You were going to go to, uh, you know, El majaz Waterfront. <laughs> believe it or not, at 1 minute and 58 seconds, I also am at al Waterfront. Would you like to have some coffee with me? Right? You know, I do believe that at some to- safety. You know, how yeah. safe is it? True. I don't believe it should be implemented. On my behalf, I believe that there's a WhatsApp group. Hey, I'm at XYZ. Yeah. I need a coffee.
0: And what's, what's good about this is that you can disable this feature. So, hopefully people are well aware but let's say you're not aware and you don't disable it will it just be automatically enabled that's another question that comes to mind so for many users you'll have to potentially disable it yourself and apart from that it'll always be enabled in your calendar settings whether you know about that or not let us know your thoughts and how often do you work away from home work remotely at a coffee shop at I don't know a friend's house, you name it, but just not in the at office. At the
1: beach, I've seen someone work at the beach one time.
0: That's so nice. I wish, <laughs> I wish the weather was nice, cause I. Welcome back to future. Cry, yep. cry, no, cry. I'd be preparing for the show at the beach.
1: You, you, you put soundproof. You know, Sending make sure emails. the wind. Let us know your guys' thoughts, 4215. Do our thoughts or on our Instagram at Pulse95 Radio. But ladies and gentlemen, this does conclude Future Talk for today. We got the Afternoon Karak show coming up in about an hour and five minutes with Aisha Masri and Mikhail Atiyah. So keep Pulse95 locked, ladies and gentlemen. We got shows throughout the day, but we'll see you tomorrow.
0: Same time, same place. Only here on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.